The first cell phone was demonstrated in 1973 by Martin Cooper. You know what wasn't demonstrated? Shared plans. Over 50 years later, you can save on one line thanks to Visible. When you switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible, you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees. No, really. You can look around for them. They're not there. Switch now at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to IGN's Summer of Gaming coverage of Sony's PlayStation Showcase. We just got a ton of new game trailers and reveals dumped on us, and there's a lot to go over, so let's just get right into it. I'm Max Scoville, that's Brian Altano, that's Jada Griffin, hey. and that's Akeem Lawanson. Beyond! Spider-Man! 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 I don't know what the petty plural that. Anyway, uh, yeah, so we, we were really, really looking forward to seeing some Spider-Man 2 in action, and that is exactly what we got. Uh, Brian, what was your big takeaway from that? Uh, so I'll get the, the tiniest negative detail out of the way immediately. No firm release date. Yeah. yeah. Fall, it's happening this year. That's yeah. great. Very excited for it. Uh, let's get to the good stuff. It looks incredible. Completely unsurprising. Naughty, uh, uh, Insomniac has an incredible pedigree on the PS5 so far. Everything they've done on the PS4 and the PS5 has just been stunning. But I really, really love how good this game looks. I also like that narratively they've come up with different excuses to get the characters out of Manhattan for a little mm-hmm. bit, right? They're flying over the, I believe, the Hudson River. They're going over the Queens and stuff like that. There's a jungle sequence with Craven the Hunter. Like, it looks really impressive. All the character switching stuff looks awesome, too. I'm super excited for it. I love the new abilities. All the new powers, yeah. the symbiote abilities look great. I was really hoping when he grabbed that dude between the buildings, he was going to slam him between the buildings, <laughs> like Groot in Guardians 1 style. Yep, like That's yep. what I was really hoping to see. Hopefully, we get a little more control over that. The new powers look fantastic. The web zip lines that we got um, that Miles had in the, the garage or uh, whatever, the boathouse, whatever it was, the... F- I don't know. Yeah, he also yeah. did a Kamehameha yeah. wave yeah, as well. Yeah, a little about Hadouken that. up there. Hadouken. Yeah. And Peter Peter clearly has a new attitude. Like, oh, it's, yeah. it's nice to see that the symbiote is actually affecting him, and it, it gave, it's giving him that, that Batman voice where he's talking kind of deep. Like, yeah. He's, he's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go kill a guy. Like, ah, <laughs> yeah, all right, man. Leave him to me. I'm, I'm super stoked for this. I mean, I was already excited for it, but I'm, I'm even more stoked for this game. The, the Craven stuff's really smart, too, about yeah. mm-hmm. showing him bored with his prey in the jungle, and they're like, why don't you go hunt people in New York? Well, I love the reveal there, because it opens on this, you know, this bearded dude in the jungle with, like, you know, cheetah armbands, and we're all like, oh, it's Craven, and then yeah. this dude, like, three heads taller than him just comes up and is like, what are you doing? You're like, <laughs> yeah, oh, there's Craven. Uh, I love to the comic not... form, too. Yes, yeah. totally. I love that they gave him, like, a little bit of a redesign, mm-hmm. but it, like, is still very clearly Craven. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, Sony wants to push Craven right now, because they have a movie in the works. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm way more excited for the game version. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. What do we? I mean, the scale of this looks way bigger too. My my theory is that it's gonna it's gonna like Craven's gonna kidnap one of the Spider Men and take him to the jungle, and you're gonna have to navigate around there, and that'll be a whole new environment. I want to play in that jungle. Yeah. That sounds like fun. At the very least, in the meantime, we have Queens and right. mm-hmm. uh, open water to mess around on. We got this mm-hmm. whole boat chase, which. 
you know, again, like we've been to New York twice with these characters. They got to do something bigger. They've got to expand. Absolutely. And yeah. I think that's the reason why we saw, you know, they, they opened up with Craven in the jungle to, to let us know that there possibly might be a new environment for them to explore, mm -hmm. which I'm really hoping there, there is. Like uh, what you said, Max, I think that would be a great way to kind of like introduce that. You know, is him getting, is one of the Spider-Men getting kidnapped, or both of the Spider-Men yeah. getting mm -hmm. kidnapped. Can we talk about how just bonkers these uh, symbiote powers are? Like, they're, the, the jumping in the air and pulling a character from, like, 50 feet away, it's slamming them down, all that fun stuff. Uh, he, shielding himself by turning into this, like, star, star all the tendrils. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. thing is they had a great prototype for this. It was called Prototype. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> We've come a long way. Uh, we also, like, later in the, uh, first of all, amazing how much gameplay we actually saw here today. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. It was like 10 full minutes of, of uh, between cutscenes and gameplay. Just a lot of stuff here. But the, uh, you'll see it in a bit. But like the parts where uh, the uh, Spider-Mens are shooting webs across uh, the ceiling where a rafter used to be and creating their basically their own tightrope where they can string up enemies. Like that's a dynamic, entirely new gameplay mechanic here that you're not re relying on, you know, uh, environmental design. You're building it yourself. That's really, really cool. And this I love too, the catapult into the sky. Yeah, and you, you saw before this, it, it gave you the choice to switch over to Miles. Honestly, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that we can freely do that as I, well. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's the GTA V thing. That right. yep. I was expecting so many games to copy that, and then mm -hmm. I, they didn't really. But this yeah. seems like a really perfect, you know, introduction for it. It was funny because you know the voice actor was saying this game is going to have co-op, and it it does have cooperation, but it's uh, in the game, it's narrative. You know, yes. it's, right. they are cooperating exactly. together. So that's... Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's I wonder cool. how often... It seems like in the open world stuff, you'll be able to flip through both characters frequently at your own will and probably use them to get into different sorts of missions and, and puzzles. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, have that kind of Metroidvania element to it where you unlock certain areas differently. But there's also, like, kind of big... Uh, more scripted sequences where very clearly you start as Miles, switch over to Peter Parker and back mm -hmm. and forth. So this stuff right here is something that's like super impressive to me because you had to rely on the environments in the old games to do this and now you can just build this yourself, string characters up. So it seems like there's going to be a lot more freedom in combat here and stealth and that's just so much fun to me. Yeah, I'm wondering how, like, how versatile this sort of tightrope thing is and if you can really attach it to anything or if it depends on, you know, if your webs can stick to it. Yep. It's got some, it's got some cool options though. I'm, man, I, the one thing I'm, I'm like kind of iffy on about this is the symbiote suit texture. Like it's got, yeah. Some, yeah. It's kind of weird. It, so if I mean, if it's anything like the other ones, I'll I'll wait until like there's like a very yeah. classic iconic costume you can unlock. Uh, the the studio has always been really good about celebrating that stuff. So oh, totally, I, yeah. I hope they have like a a comic book symbiote. I you know. Yeah, I think we're gonna get some really cool you know cosmetic stuff in this. Yeah. And also the thing is like they've proven themselves. Like Insomniac, we we, we have earned their trust on yeah. this. Front. Yes, like, this, yeah. isn't, this isn't going to be some like. I remember like when the first Spider-Man got shown off, it was like a little bit, little bit cutsceney, little or not, mm -hmm. you know, quick time eventish, and like yeah. a little bit, people were like, oh, it seems kind of scripted. And like again, the whole like lizard sequence was a little bit like it, you know, it's definitely linear. It's you know kind of on mm -hmm. rails, but it's a chase scene. But at the same time, I'm I'm we know what one of those feels like, mm -hmm. and yeah. we know that that studio is more than more than capable of, of giving players plenty of freedom to yeah. pass around. And, I I wanted to point out too, uh, the last two games obviously had parts where it slowed the pace down a little bit, a little bit of stealth stuff like walking around in the museum and stuff like that. Not everyone's favorite parts. The way they're leaning into them in this game so far from what we're seeing is 
really based a lot in horror, which I'm really into. Like, there was some blood. There's, like, stuff being torn open. And we know li the lizard's in the game. We know Venom's in the game. Yeah. And that's, like, those are some good characters to to bring that into. Like, I love how moody this stuff gets right here. Mm -hmm. Like, this is very different than, like, the kind of campier stuff we saw in the last few games. I like that we're getting, like, a Glint Hawk little Horizon nod. Yeah. Like, a little, yeah. little yeah. bot that uh, Genki, that Genki is uh, piloting for Miles. It's yep. kind of cool. Um, I think the only thing that kind of like really caught my eye was the the HUD, the UI. Just oh, was yeah. I wasn't like super in love with it. Like I don't I don't know if that's the final HUD, and maybe that's why we didn't get a release date. They're maybe still finalizing it. Mm -hmm. But I, like I trust them. I feel like Spider Man and Miles Morales, their HUDs were amazing. They worked perfect. But obviously they're gonna want to change it up because of all the new abilities. The, it was the, the wiggling symbiote. it was doing. Yeah. Oh, what, what, so. what was your like gripe with it? Like honestly, I, I actually enjoyed the fact that it was kind of moving along with the character. So I do uh, something di it's different. So I do yeah. like that it was moving with it, and I do like that it's very it seemed kind of very minimalistic and pulled away so you could yeah. like really focus on the action and zoom in on it. Mm -hmm. I don't know, just something about it just didn't really gel well with me. And so like it's it's probably just a personal gripe. I saw a couple people in the chat mentioning it as well. Mm -hmm. I wonder um, if it's something they'll let us like push and Hold though, right? Like if we can go to the like options. and customize yeah. and move yeah. things like around. Stop wiggling. I'm <laughs> sure if you could turn off screen shake, I'm sure you can turn off HUD shake. It's a it's a weird choice. Like I remember somebody like telling me like when there's that effect where like blood splatters on the screen, mm -hmm. it takes you out of it because it reminds you there's a screen there. Right. Yeah. It's like whereas blood would just go on your face and realize. Yeah. yeah. But we yeah. Just yeah. talk real quick the about HUD how just is utterly weird. gorgeous yeah. this is. Mm -hmm. Like this is the, See, this is why we bought PS5. This this HUD here looks great. I love this yeah, that's HUD. Fine. It was the symbiote HUD at the beginning. Yes. Like that looked oh, a little yeah. weird. Yeah. So like maybe it's just the symbiote stuff. Like I don't know, but. I mean, yes, this sequence is, sequence is fantastic. Yeah, I can't say enough good beautiful. things about it. It's What's, gorgeous. The water, the like water everything. better look exactly like yes, that. Yes, Don't yes. mess up the Don't, Don't. biggest <laughs> puddle in New York. Uh, <laughs> What's really cool about this is this is like this is what this studio does now with these Spider-Man games. This is that perfect mixture of gameplay and cinematic, where you do something amazing, swoop in, it, it does something like this, it shows you a cutscene, pull back out, get back to gameplay, and it's all completely seamless. Mm -hmm. I love that so much. It looks so good. And also, like, we were laughing about this, uh, the people on the boat. Yeah, the boat. Actually, they actually model. They actually have models for the people on the boat. They're not yeah. just, like, cutouts. They're, they're not, they don't look like uh, 2D cardboard cutouts. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're like, oh, you want boat people? We got boat people. <laughs> something I really appreciate is that, you know, obviously having a singular supervillain is great, but having Craven have henchmen is yeah. so yes. well suited yeah. to a video game because it can yep. be, you know, it's... It, it, there'll be all sorts of different like trainees. You know, he's gonna have like heavy hitters. He's gonna have. Mm -hmm. He's inevitably gonna have like dudes with shields and batons that come after you every yeah. time. Yeah. Guys I, with nets. I, I doubt that he whatever. calls them henchmen. I think they're like kind of like his protege or yeah. understudies or something. They're, I don't know because like he was training that one guy in the beginning. He was like, mm -hmm. "You do not kill whatever it was that I just killed that way." I don't know what a he master said. class yeah. or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, that scene where you fun. fly through the subway car is just like. Yep. This is so cool. But yeah, they did a really good thing here of getting people out of you know Manhattan and letting totally. them go around to different environments. Jada, what did the community think of this? What was the reaction? I mean, everybody was excited for, for Spider-Man 2. There's a mm -hmm. lot of good stuff. A lot of people, they like the boat scene. Um, yeah, it's there. Some people were hoping it was still co-op, but like... I, mean, I don't think we need co-op. I think it's fine as it is. I think using the Grand Theft Auto kind of style of swapping, mm -hmm. I think that's the right decision for them to go. Insomniac knows how to do an excellent single-player narrative game yep. and or action game. They know how to do that well, so like let them do what they do best. Yeah, I don't want to share this with any of you, by the way. I <laughs> really? That's, totally all by myself. that's how you make it co-op, though. One person takes Miles' control, one person takes Peter, and you pick. Oh, yeah, and you go past this. Yeah. There we go. We should do that segment. Together we'll, yeah, we'll yeah. do that segment on IGN. Hot swap, yeah, there that's fun. Now, I, again, the release date thing, really really does that's really frustrating yeah yes. yeah fall yeah. 2023 i mean, I mean we kind of we kind of sort of knew that it was going to be 
coming out on yep. all 2023 yep. because of you know Tony Todd, you know Candyman himself was like, you know, it's coming out in September, and then he kind of backpedaled and said like it was a fever dream. I didn't mean that. <laughs> uh, but, but I mean like yes, I would love to know. They, I feel like they know when they want to drop this. They're just not telling us. I, I don't. mean it's yeah. There's also no harm in if they're like not sure it's 100 percent there. Yeah, waiting, exactly. You know, giving it some a couple months waiting. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, and again, it, 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 we've seen some rough game launches lately, and I, I'm you know I want them to polish it if they. Me too. They have to kick mm-hmm. it down the road, so be it. Uh, where it's at right now looks phenomenal, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't see Venom. We didn't really see Venom there. No. That's weird, right? Yeah. yeah. It's, um, just, it's just there already. Yeah, honestly, I think that's okay. Yeah. I, I, I would rather have seen, because we already know Venom's in it. I, I would rather have seen Craven than, than Venom. And shout Lizard, out to Venom. Yeah. Shout out to the symbiotes, uh, symbiote family over here. But no, but the thing oh, is, we, we saw the symbiotes, so we know the symbiotes are in there. And it's what we didn't know before, though. At least I didn't know. I don't think we knew that that Peter Parker would have the symbiote. So. I assumed he would. Oh yeah, yeah. I figured. You just assume that. I assume, yeah. yeah, totally. Uh, that's I, kind of, that's kind of par for the course in yeah, Spider-Man comics, movies. But TV they're shows, following their cartoons. own story. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. Is this I'm like an original I mean, story? I feel like this would have been like the like Kratos with the chains, like a late game reveal or yeah. like halfway through the game or something like yeah. that. I, mm, I don't think know? they. But I don't think that's the thing. I think we're gonna get the symbiote suit very early on because I think they want us to play with these new tools. I think they want us to play with our new toys and get to have a lot of fun. I mean, I, maybe you're going to have to f- play as Miles and you fight Peter. That's yeah, what, that, I mean, yeah. I'm expecting yeah. that towards yeah. the end, so, but we'll see. A lot to unpack here. Really looking forward to it. The other big reveal, which we kind of mm-hmm. saw coming, was, of course, Metal Gear Solid Delta? Delta. Yeah. Metal Gear Solid. Triangle. It's a triangle. Metal triangle. Gear Solid Triangle. Snake Eater, a remake. We got a big old cinematic uh, cin- cinematic trailer, I guess. Chad for had it. no yeah. idea what it was at the start of the trailer. Like everybody was like, "Bugs Life," "Bugs Life," Ant Man, or like ants, deadly like, creature, yeah, or, like <laughs> bird hunter. I was like, I was like, I don't well, know. They did a really good simulator. job of playing with scale. Like they start they with did. the ant, they go to bigger yeah. and bigger and bigger and bigger. Like there's always a bigger fish type thing. And uh, by the end, when you see the character reveal out of yeah. the shadows, like chills. Everyone, yeah. everyone yeah. in this room just yeah. jaw dropped. Like, so I, cool. That, that theme song, that's, mm. a, that's a needle drop. That is, that's killer. I'm really excited. I guess, I don't know, I was sort of hoping we would get something a little more concrete. Like, we get maybe a little, like, a release window. more about jungle stuff than the yeah. concrete. Yeah, no, you get to the concrete later when you yeah. fight the Shagahad. You gotta sneak around, get different camo on. Yep. <laughs> but no, like, it's funny, there's definitely a lot to pick apart here. I think we're gonna have, like, a, a recap on this later on. Um, we've got our Intel team on it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this is. Uh, I, 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 I want to know when this is coming out. I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm very skeptical. I'm very skeptical of CG trailers, especially for a game that already exists. Right. You know? I, so like, yes. And I think what, what would would quell those fears a little bit is if we knew the studio making it. Yes. Like, I, yeah. Konami as a logo doesn't have the same. Uh, kind of connotations to it as, or connotations to it as it always did. I'm sorry, I had to do it. Uh, as it always did, because like you know, they've had a rough couple of years, and like they they developed a, a Metal Gear game internally. What six years ago at this point? Five, six years ago. Survive. Survive. Yeah. Yeah. And so we don't really know which studio is working on this. I figured they would have given this out externally and just kind of slapped their logo on it. Mm-hmm. Um, Clearly, it's being done with care so far, uh, based on what we are looking at. And I mean, the, and, and a the music. CG trailer. Whoever made I mean, the CG is, trailer is, did it with care. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Is that because this isn't enough to convince us that there, there's a lot of care getting, you know, yeah. being put into this. This is just this is just a CG trailer. Well, so they we, screwed up the logo. They, yeah. they, they, they <laughs> made a triangle. I mean, <laughs> Big Boss looks like Big Boss or Wait, Naked Snake. That's amazing. Yeah, Naked Snake. Is yeah. that his name? Naked Snake. Yeah, it's uh, it's a whole thing. But it's uh, tough to say because this is a CG trailer. It could have been done by like just an external. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
that's I mean you that's know. what's what's kind of frustrating about it. Uh, I'm, I guess I'm I'm glad it exists. I'm excited. Uh, Metal Gear is alive. Ex yeah, exactly. Uh, Metal Gear is back on the board. Yeah. So that's and in the meantime, we it. heard that there is going to be the Metal Gear Solid Master Collection yes. coming out yeah. sometime this fall, which is. This is the most exciting thing about this is I get to play a PS1 game. The first one is getting a, a PS5 whatever overhaul, mm -hmm. uh, and then two and three, which is cool. Yeah, and it was the Master Collection Volume One. Volume One, yeah. It shows they're going to do this again. And this is now this is something I will give Konami credit for over the last few years. They've done a really good job of leaning into Castlevania mm -hmm. and uh, Contra and like art, fighting games and stuff like that. Everything that that they've had underneath uh, their umbrella for a long time, they've brought out all their classic games and repackaged them in collections, and they've all been really well done. So yeah, um, I mean, yeah, we've we've for years have been complaining about how you couldn't play Metal Gear games on modern consoles, and now there's a good way to do all that. I'm excited because uh, you know with uh, Snake Eater originally it was PSP, yeah, and like I mean they did the remaster later I believe on PS3. No, no that's um, uh, Peace Walker. Snake Eater was. You'll get those. Didn't they though. do? No, but I could have swore they also yeah. had it on PSP. Yeah, they as did well. the PSP to the HD collection. Okay. So for the longest time, the HD collection was two, three, and uh, Peace Walker. Which gotcha. Is, which is, they all look kind of good. They all look sort of the same. Uh, I mean, I'm curious to see how much of like a how much of an upres this is. If they do yeah. anything with the lighting, if they you know shake things up. But yeah. mm -hmm. the, the, my point I'm getting credit across is like I'm not a huge Metal Gear fan, mostly just because I just didn't get into those games when I was younger. And this is a great way for me to finally in, mm -hmm. play these games and experience them in the best shape. Shape, hopefully. Do we think the ant survived? No. No, the ants are all dead. It's in like 11 stomachs by now. The ants are dead. <laughs> the humanity's civilization will crumble. I want to talk more about this, but we need to take a quick break. There is lots more from the PlayStation Showcase to talk about, including Assassin's Creed, Alan Wake, PSVR 2, and that surprise handheld that we really didn't think was real. Stick around. IGN Summer of Gaming continues after this. <laughs> Just because E3 couldn't make it this year doesn't mean that the next few weeks aren't packed with exciting new video game reveals, and Sony came out swinging today, so let's talk more games. Brian, you didn't get any Elden Ring DLC stuff, no. but we did get a look at a game that's sort of, you know, we have Elden Ring at home. It's Elden Ring Dragon's, Dragon's Dogma 2, which I'm sure. actually, I, all jokes aside, I'm really excited about this. The The first one is kind of like, it's it's kind of a, like a, a modern cult classic, I feel like. It's yep. a very... Very cool open world RPG. Did that do anything for you? Did that scratch that Elden Ring itch? I mean, I, now that you mentioned we didn't get Elden Ring, I'm sad. But uh, no, it looked cool. I'm into it. I'll give it a shot. It's uh, one of those games where I played the first one for the first few hours and then kind of bounced off of it because I got a little overwhelmed with a bunch of the systems and what to do next. But the this pawn system was a little weird. Yeah, that's okay. I'm, I'm Master Harpies. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not alone on that. Yeah. But yeah. This is. It's just really, really good looking, and uh, you know it's, we're. We're in that we're in that second phase of PS5 games now. It's right? running in the the Resident Evil engine, like yeah. which is kind of cool. I, mm -hmm. it looks very familiar. Like it definitely has mm -hmm. you know better graphics across the board, but it it feels like it. I feel like the environments look really similar, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. I guess I wasn't right. sure what to expect. Jada, what did you what did you make of this? I'm really excited for Dragon's Dogma 2. I kind of bounced off the first one at launch. I revisited later and loved what I played because it, it got some patches, got a little bit, you know, it's more fine-tuned and just better. Um, but this one looks great. I think the all the new magic systems, the particles look great. I love that little bridge, creating a bridge out of ice that she could do. Um, the creature design looks fantastic. Um, like it just it looks like they're we're getting more Dragon's Dogma and it's best form yeah so like i'm very excited to jump into this one it'll be interesting to see if that pawn system does make a return from the original because that was the system where you could create the you gather these like npc party members and you could loan them out to your friends and they would yeah, go yeah. out and they would get exp or, or treasures and come it back was, to you it was really funny because if you made like the sexiest like pawn possible 
like they would go out and get borrowed by people and they'd come back super leveled up and if yeah. you made some like weird haggard guy that nobody would <laughs> nobody would touch <laughs> so that was a that was an odd thing yeah I, it looks so similar to the original but obviously you know new fresh coat of paint new engine new mechanics and all that the the combat looks killer right there yeah. into that it really does. Akeem, what do you? What's your vibe on this? Uh, I've never played Dragon's Dogma, but like I'm, I'm sold on this. From what what we've seen so far, I'm I'm sold on this. Uh, I don't know. Should, it, it, would, would it make sense for me to re to visit the first one before I jump into this one? I don't think I don't necessarily yeah. think so. I mean, I think you're I think you're fine. I don't I won't spoil story. I won't spoil story mm -hmm. spoil story stuff, but I think you're fine going into two without one. Okay. Off the top of my head, without knowing exactly how the story's gonna take place in yeah. two, but based on story events in one, I think you're okay. But no, this game looks beautiful. I'm I'm sold on this one. I like the dis destructible environments look Yeah, good. I love the high five. Yep. That was a good or, one. or the mid nice. five. Yeah, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> I really hope that the you know the pawns return and just shout the same things over and over again because that was just the best. All roads lead to Grand Seren. Some uh, really good scale on the enemies, and also like that scene in the in the forest where like the the flame goes off. Mm -hmm. The lighting looks incredible. Mm -hmm. No, that's very cool. That was one of the first games I remember feeling like you feel overwhelmed in, in the dark. Yeah, like if you're wandering around by yourself, you're like, eh, what's yeah, like happen? your your torch is yeah. flickering. It's yeah, really. You good go around a corner. Out. There's like a griffin or a you know a succubus or something. Mm -hmm. uh, speaking of horrible things in the woods, we also got a look at Alan Wake too, which. <laughs> I, f I feel like a lot of us were expecting this to be the thing that would show up on the Xbox stage. The yeah, was Xbox yeah. it's a big get. Uh, yeah, this looks really cool. And it's, uh, did we get we had a release date for that too, didn't it? It's October 17th. October 17th. One of the very few release dates we got for games this time around. One of the one of the uh, closer dates to Halloween, to the spooky times. Mm -hmm. so that's a good, yeah. good call. Um, the uh, We were talking about the monster design in uh, Dragon's Dogma. The creature design in this game is next level. Mm -hmm. Like I really, really loved what they did with some of the just horrific things bouncing out of the walls. Um, again, like look at the, look at the mood and setting and, the, and this stuff here. Like this is just like really, really well done. I, I, again, with the lighting, just this I, is this is how you capture my attention. So this is Epic is publishing this, so I'm pretty sure this is just Unreal Five running on all mm -hmm. cylinder. There's there's Sam Lake, the head of Remedy, mm -hmm. popping up again. The original Max Payne. What's he doing in the movie? <laughs> I don't know. He's probably you know, he's looking menacing in a pain. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I think Alan Wake too is like by far, and Alan Wake is a series. Like it just really nails that vibe of just being like kind of spooky, kind yeah. of like the lighting. It just Very they movie, nail yeah. that. The develop devs there, they just know what they're doing when it's like trying to set the mood for. Hey, we want you to come into our forest and be scared. Yeah. Um, there like, we go. Yeah. There we go. Some creepy creepies. I like it. Very into it. No, I mean this is. It, it's nice to have something that's this close. Like it's this. It's coming out soon. It's yeah. it's in the foreseeable future, and. Yeah, I mean, we didn't get anything for Silent Hill, but this looks like a damn fine substitute. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I'm definitely going to be playing this and, and wishing that I was actually playing Silent Hill too. And also, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of I'm upset that we didn't get anything from uh, Konami on that front, but I mean, at least we have Alan Wake too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, a bunch of our predictions did not come true. No. no. We always no. do that. You always you always ask for 100 bucks. You get 50, that's fine. Yeah. Sometimes you get I just, 20. I asked and, for Bloodborne. Know, yeah, I said Wolverine. I did this I was, whole speech really, in the beginning. I'm, I'm really not surprised no we didn't get any Wolverine. Yeah. Like that's, I felt like it was prime for it's, the show. You know, we'll get Wolverine later. It's fine. <laughs> I'll be saying this for the next uh, three years. Anyway, <laughs> one thing we did get, which we also knew was coming, which is not great for something that's supposed to be stealthy and in the shadows, is Assassin's Creed Mirage. Uh, this is We've known about this for a while. This is the one that is it's set in Baghdad. It is their promise that this is going to be kind of a return to form yeah. to the sort of classic classic Assassin's Creed 
that's not so much, um, you know, not so much a Witcher-like, like the uh, Odyssey and Origins and Valhalla were. Mm -hmm. They're promising this is going to be a little bit more focused, and it definitely seems kind of like a return to, return to roots. And we I, all... We're all kind of nodding along with this one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I think one of the first things that struck all of us is how colorful this game is. Yeah. Um, there's They pumped up the saturation a bunch on on the foliage and, and, and wildlife and stuff like that. Um, it is interesting that this is their more, more focused one, but there's still a bunch of spots where they go, here is a massive vista that mm -hmm. looks like a huge open world. Like, that's the thing. The original Assassin's Creed games were not small by any stretch. Mm -hmm. Like, they weren't anywhere near as massive as, you know, something like Odyssey was. But... They were really, really big playgrounds, and I think that's what we want to bring back here. Bring back stealth, bring back, uh, you know, being able to run from a bunch of different enemies and get on a rooftop chase and then stab them in the neck. Like, there was so much good in those games that I loved, and they, they did the same sort of thing Zelda did, where they kind of spun out of control and they had to refocus the entire franchise. But now it's a good time to bring this back a little bit, and I'm kind of surprised we didn't see this at the Ubisoft Forward event. I mean, I'm, we're definitely going to see more of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I mean, again, I was, I was saying in the pre show that like I would be surprised if this showed up because it seems like you know publishers and, and you know hardware manufacturers are kind of staying in their own separate little bubbles but yeah I mean clearly Ubisoft wants to tease this get this get people excited about this yeah if Ubisoft has been kind of weird lately like they basically they you know put a bunch of stuff on the back burner they were like hold up we're gonna we're gonna you know hang back for a little bit and get our stuff sorted out and this is one of several Assassin's Creed games that's in the works. Yeah. There's also there's also Assassin's Creed, I think, Infinity or Infinite, which is supposed to be some big online games as a service. Is that the one with Buzz Lightyear? Yes. Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Must be. Um, but then there's also, I think, Codename Red and, like, Codename Jade or something like that. Yeah. Hex. There's a which one. Yeah, yeah. yeah Hex. There's a, but, yeah. We don't know what they're about, or we, we have some vague idea. But, yeah, it's it's interesting for, you know, for Yubi to show their hand. Uh, that, you know, vaguely that far in advance when there's yep. this kind of thing right in front of us. This, again, also got, what, an October release date, I think? Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. I feel like last last fall was weirdly kind of slow, you know? Like, a lot of stuff got pushed to this year, which is why this year is so insane. You never know if things are actually going to make their big October release, but... We were... October 12th for Mirage. Yeah, we were actually talking about this when we I was kind of keeping score. Uh, I believe there were 38 or 39 games shown today and six release dates. Uh, th I think four of them we knew about already. Mm -hmm. So stuff like Final Fantasy and Immortals of Avian we knew about. Um, so we only really got like a handful of new release dates today. Everything else was a year or a season. Yeah. <laughs> or nothing. Yeah, just, you know, just, just the logo would pop up and then it would be black underneath. It's a game. Yeah. I don't, I don't feel great about that. You know, I, the, I mean, here the two, the two sides of the matter. One is like it, it feels like they're kind of just, it's they're selling sizzle, not stick. I mean, obviously that's what this all is. They're right. getting people hyped. Yeah. But yeah. if there's not even like a you know vague window in sight or like a. a like I, if if we don't know when we're supposed to expect it, it's kind of annoying to feel like we're supposed to expect it right now. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But on the other hand, we've also seen a lot of games get released not in not in good shape at all and delayed. Yeah. And so I'd just assume if they're not if they're not sure when to announce it, then mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, I think it's fine that we didn't get a bunch of actual release dates because there's nothing that most gamers hate more than seeing that their game has a date and then it gets delayed because then they're like yeah, the devs are lazy again. they're not doing their work yeah. blah 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 that's yeah. not the case they want to polish it they want to give you the best thing possible yeah. so mm -hmm. i think the devs are kind of wisening up and instead of like provoking that machine of people complaining about their game they're just waiting to give mm -hmm. us a release date mm -hmm. and i think that's fine yeah, yeah. totally um one thing we got to look at that i was not expecting this is not on my bingo card but helldivers 2 
Yeah, that was a cool Total one. Surprise. And it's such a glow up from what it oh, was. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. it used to be this top down kind of uh, like twin stick shooter basically, mm -hmm. yeah, and now it's like the, full on 3D. Like it looks so cool. And we were, we were we get to do that like lovely, and I'm sure you did it at home too. That guessing game where you're watching a trailer like this. Oh, like, what is this? Uh, obviously, yeah. a Starship Troopers. It's Warhammer. <laughs> uh, helmet guy. Uh, it's uh, Mega Man. <laughs> you're very wrong. And so when when we were like, wait, somebody was like, is that Hell Divers? It was really surprising. Um, There's this Kiwi. Yeah, this was this was really well done. Like this this whole reveal trailer yeah. was really funny. It was very you know very clear kind of homage to Starship Troopers, and then mm -hmm. you got the bugs coming in. This this first game was was really fun. It was really good co op. Uh, I also remember it being specifically just hard as uh, hard as hell. Like it's yep. in the title. Uh, and this one, I you know it's it's a complete perspective shift. It's now a third person shooter. It looks. I guess less like its own thing, you know, like the, the first first True. one was very much like it had a clear identity, like it was clearly doing its own thing. This looks a little bit more like a lot of other games that are out there. Not yeah. necessarily a bad thing. No, tis, I'm tis the season though, right? Yeah. Like I think this is how you sell games to modern yeah. audiences. Yeah, I'm wondering if this is going to be, and I, I hope not, if this is going to be like a games as a service type of situation. Because it seems well suited for that because it's, you know, co-op PVE you know, get get your pals together and go. You know, grind for more loot. There's yeah. definitely ways you can do content drops for that. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, these days, that's that seems like a surefire bet. Uh, not not my favorite usually. Like mm -hmm. I usually bounce off of games like that. I'm not really in them for the long tail. But um, I'll 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 play through the campaign at the very least. Yeah, I mean, I guess my my concern is like the original Hell Divers was very much. Uh, it was a it was a small thing that you got totally sucked into. Like it was very like mm -hmm. it was a very you looked at it, you understood what you were in what you're in for. And this looks like it is possibly much more of an investment. Like it looks it looks less casual, but in like a in not in the way that you think, you know? Less casual, like sit down and just pick it up and there play it for yeah, a couple yeah, yeah. hours. Yeah, looks, more yeah. more casual towards like, hey, this yeah. is what everybody's doing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the first kind one was not shy about kicking your ass, but it was also like it was very much pick up and play and then it hooked you. And this mm -hmm. looks like there's kind of more, you know, you gotta you know, kind of sign. You know what you know what you're signing up for. You're you're properly enlisting. You're not picking up and playing. I mean, it's you know? smart though because we know Sony is trying to do more of these multiplayer type experiences mm -hmm. because a lot of their games are single player focused, which is great. But we also want some multiplayer stuff, and so Helldivers is a great IP for them to reboot yeah. and bring to the table. And again, we don't know for sure that that's what's going on exactly, but yeah. uh, you know, it seems possible. One thing that I think is a very safe bet is we got a look at a brand new kind of bungee game, which is Marathon. Yeah, Marathon, originally released on the Apple, yeah. Macintosh 2, I believe. <laughs> Apple's number one uh, well, shooter. Number one yeah, shooter, FPS. Uh, I'm actually very excited to see Marathon come back. I know with people I've, I, that I know that work at Bungie and I've talked to that have worked at Bungie, they like Marathon is a very like precious thing to them and they've been wanting to do something with it. So I'm very excited they're finally unveiling it and doing something with it. Um, this is great. Like I'm, I'm very excited for it. Uh, Marathon was... Halo before Halo. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, it wasn't Halo, but it's right. what they did before Halo. It's what they kind of, they took their lessons and learned, and then they went and built Halo, one of the, the best shooters, you know, They of really that. love just, like, round stuff floating in space, don't they? They do, yes. <laughs> Sometimes they There's break a lot it. of that up. Yeah. Shapes in space. Yep. No, this, this, this trailer... I just love the aesthetic. I love the presentation. Really, just just a dope trailer. Mm -hmm. I'm also like I've sort of you know fooled me once. Shame on you, whatever about Bungie because they it, their their games never quite stick for me. Like I got super hyped for Destiny when it was first announced, and it just it didn't you know it didn't grab me. And you know a lot of people it did grab, and they you know didn't stick with it forever. And of yeah. course we got a new Destiny thing announced. But again, I'm really curious to see what a Bungie game made under PlayStation looks like. 
Yeah. This is the first time this that, is yeah. Under that, that uh, new partnership. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, did, the, did the, the community have anything to say about this or? Uh, so not a lot about Marathon, but one of the ones that they really did want to talk that I've, I've seen a lot uh, pop up in chat is Phantom Blade which is one of the like, kind of soulsy looking like one mm. that popped up and asked everybody or said everybody wears masks. And uh, oh, you know, yeah. that was the way That's to right. differentiate. That one was a substantial chunk of gameplay. Yeah. Um, we actually need to take a quick break right now, but we can talk about Phantom Blade when we get back. There's still tons more to talk about from the PlayStation Showcase. We'll be back with lots more. We're gonna yell about the video games. We're gonna get excited. IGN Summer of Gaming will be right back after this. This episode of Podcast Beyond is brought to you by NordVPN, a great way to protect yourself online while also improving your overall experience while enjoying cyberspace. Are you tired of streaming shows, movies, or sporting events being unavailable in your region due to draconian restrictions that are based on completely arbitrary geographical boundaries in physical meat space? Well, switch your virtual location to a place where that's no longer an issue. The same goes for shopping. You can get the best possible deal on subscriptions, flights, hotels, and other goods and services like that from websites that like to play favorites with certain territories and currencies. Meanwhile, encrypted traffic protects your data from hackers, viruses, malware, phishing sites, and other harmful hitchhikers of the information superhighway. Though really, it's more of an information autobahn because there is no speed limit with NordVPN. It is the fastest VPN in the world, so there won't be any buffering or lagging, and it'll stop your ISP from throttling your bandwidth. Isn't that nice? One NordVPN account can be used across six devices, which is great. My wife has been using our account to watch all sorts of awful British reality TV shows that aren't available here, like Argument Island or Half Naked Idiots Fall in Love, and everyone's favorite, The Worst People Just Got Married, Let's Hear Them Talk About It. Shows that are so bad, they're blocked in our part of the world for our own good, but luckily, NordVPN allows her to trick the internet into thinking she's in the UK, so she and her awful friends can shriek and howl and cackle at the TV while I'm trying to relax. I've been using my VPN too. You know what I've been using it for? None of your business. Yep, that's right. And thanks to NordVPN, my data is safely encrypted, all bundled up in a weighted security blanket of incomprehensibly complex math problems, and nobody can tell what it's doing under there. Data, you do your thing. I'll leave you alone. One month of NordVPN coverage costs less than a cup of coffee. Coffee can't protect you from cyber criminals unless you throw it at them or pour it on their computers, and you'll probably get in trouble for doing that. So get NordVPN instead. To get the best possible discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com slash pobeyond. That link will also give you four extra months on the two-year plan. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. Again, that is nordvpn.com slash pobeyond. And now, back to the show. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back, Beyond. I'm Max, that's Brian, that's Jada, and that's Akeem, and we are talking about all things PlayStation Showcase today. Uh, one of the biggest things that got shown off in terms of just sheer amount of gameplay was Phantom Blade Zero, which is a complete 
unknown un quantity. Like it's yeah. It's what do we make of this? It's very very Souls like looking. Yeah. So I mean, I just pulled it up. They have an article that just launched on the PlayStation blog. It's a hack and slash RPG. Um, let's see. Something about maybe only having 66 days to live. Damn it, not again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Phantom Blade Zero unfolds in a semi-open world consisting of multiple large maps filled with diverse handcrafted activities. That doesn't really tell us anything. Oh, interesting. So, okay. I, I, so it's one of those like quasi-open world games. Yes, probably. Kind of like maybe hub system, maybe. Yeah. The more the more I looked at this game, the more I wanted it. And I started off being kind of like, oh, I feel like I've, I've played games like this a million times. And then the more I saw the combat, which just just looks guttural and awesome and mm -hmm. quick. And then I saw some of the uh, enemies and stuff like that that you fight. Like I was, I was totally sold. This is, it's, it's, uh, it feels like they're getting very creative with the way you move around the environment. Like games have done this before, right? We've had Ghost of Tsushima, we've had Sekiro, but like this, this has a different kind of grimier feel to it that I really dig. Also, very goofy. Yes. Uh, when that mask guy came out, was like, oh, you guys like masks? I think that was highlight of the showcase for me. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> everybody wears a mask. Um, so it says you play as somebody named Soul, mm -hmm. an elite assassin serving as an elusive but powerful organization known simply as The Order. Not, working, Someone, not 1886, just The Order. Wow. Um, Someone named Soul. I hope this isn't gonna be like Souls like. No, it definitely like, is. It, <laughs> it most likely that is. Man is swinging, Hack and slash uh, RPG. Saw around over his head with a jump rope. He's gonna kill you with it. It's so it's gonna be Souls like. Says you're framed for a Souls like. Says you're framed for a murder, uh, gravely injured, and though a healer tries to heal you, the makeshift cure only lasts for 66 days. So you'll be fighting against powerful foes, inhuman monstrosities, all while seeking out the mastermind behind it all, behind it all before your time runs out. Um, I hope he's okay. Yeah, you know, he's got 66 days. He'll be all right. He, would, he lived a full so life. Sad. I would spend my 66 days trying to make the best of it. Uh, with my loved ones. <laughs> look at, sure, I'll fight the guy with the says, pyramid head or whatever. Yeah, this, this. oh man, the, the guy standing so on both horses had fighting we, yeah. Now, stupid question. Had we seen this before in some form? No. no. Okay. No, this is, the, to my knowledge, why we I, haven't seen this one before. It kind of reminds me of Wolong Fallen Dynasty, just with the way yeah. that it looks, the, the aesthetic. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, but let's see, what else do we have in here? Uh, da, da, da. We've learned to simplify control inputs for touch screen. Wait, touch screens? What? Hold on, hold on. Giving players ways to execute elaborate moves without mindless button mashing. Okay, so they're taking these lessons and applying them to action gameplay with a controller. Interesting. So they, their previous games sounds like they did mobile action games. Um, so they're taking that to simplify. So it sounds like the controls will be more approachable for okay. people to get into, which is kind of cool. Um, it says the world is bleak and punishing and a constant reminder to never let your guard down. Uh, many challenges and fo powerful foes will reward you with weapons, armor, artifacts, skills, and other ways to customize or progress your character. Huh. I, want, I want all of them. Um, oh, yeah, that's definitely something to keep an eye on. Uh, let's say uh, for Phantom Blade Zero, uh, Kenji-san, the action director, uh, physically demonstrated each move in the game to be scanned by a camera matrix. What? So what? that means the attacks are like they mocapped all these attacks, which Even is the horses? really cool. Yes, the yeah. horses. And yes. on the horses? The guy yes. had to stand on both those horses for a couple of days. Just <laughs> is he okay? Is he uh, the horse? Face with stuff and he's mean, like, okay. The horses the are like, I don't want to ever see yeah. that guy again. Yes, yeah, so they said this, this data was used as reference material for animation artists who would then rebuild these moves by hand for use in the game. Did we get a um, release date for this game? We did not get a release no, date I feel for like this. This is one ways off. Uh, yeah, one thing we did get, though, while we're talking about, I guess, waving your arms around in a room in front of people, uh, we did get some PlayStation VR stuff. <laughs> now, PlayStation VR 2, you know, came out earlier this year. Easy to forget. Mm -hmm. You know, even if you bought one, some people haven't even opened theirs. Or you <clears> work at Sony. Uh, yeah, we did <laughs> yeah. get a bunch of games shown off. Uh, one of them that we, we knew about was Resident Evil 4 VR, which... Yep. 
I mean, it's that's that's the big. I mean, that was good to see, right? I no, are you okay? No, I'm not okay. I paid. I used my own money to buy this damn thing. And excuse my language. Well, it was really cheap. Just, Wait, you, right? didn't, like, you didn't expense yours? I just expensed. I, I can expense my PSVR too. <laughs> you can't expense your PSVR. Too. I'm just. Look, I'm just. It's, I'm very disappointed with what they showed off. I mean, I, I have everything listed here. We got one, two, three, four. Five, maybe six, if we're counting uh, Five Nights at Freddy's Help Wanted. I'm not necessarily sure if that's going to be in VR. It didn't really, it didn't have that that watermark on the uh, the the upper left hand um, corner of the screen. Uh, but we got Resident Evil 4 Remake VR. It's, it's nice that we see what this is going to look like. Yeah, we got honestly. gameplay in there, right? And it's yeah. showing you some really unique stuff that you can't necessarily do in the base game. Mm -hmm. Which I don't know if you're someone like me who played through the base game, well, this version four or five times. Yeah. And the original versions hundreds of times and played the Oculus version too. Um, it was really cool to see this running in this engine because the Oculus version was based on like the 2004 yeah. GameCube version, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And so this is this is the full like our modern RE engine mm -hmm. running on PSVR 2. It looks stunning. I mean, it's it's funny because like it is a it is such a safe bet. Like Capcom has already made two uh, you know current modern RE games in in VR that it, you know seven and eight. Mm -hmm. uh, and then they've also made RE4 in VR, but it was the old one. Yeah. So, like, the ingredients are there. It would actually be kind of infuriating if they didn't make this. Yep. Mm -hmm. It is, I don't know, again, I didn't get a release date. It just says it's in development, which is uh, weirdly uh, not as confirming as being, like, coming soon. Or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can tell just by how janky some of the arm movements looks. It's, it's still in the early uh, development phases, for sure. Um, but that, that was, like, I would say, honestly... Like the biggest, the biggest one, yeah. the biggest one that they they announced. We also got uh, Arizona Sunshine too. Hey, Fred um, Dead Revolver looks great. Is that Believe what you're? Fred, is that that's what I'm call calling it. it. That's we're, what we're I'm gonna, calling Arizona gonna... Sunshine too. It's Fred Dead Revolver. Did you, did you play the first one? I played a little bit of it. But it's it's one of those ones. It's like I, you know, mm -hmm. it was one of those ones. I, I love to play more of it, but I just I don't know finding time for VR back in the day with the older headsets and stuff was yeah it was a little yeah. tougher. I mean, the vibe I got for that was that it was it was arcadey, but in a way that people really latched onto. Mm -hmm. And this looks like. It sold well enough that they threw more money at a sequel, and it definitely, you know, you know, you know, it's a good, it's a good sequel when you don't immediately know what it's a sequel to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it, it clearly has that same kind of Arizona Sunshine mm -hmm. aesthetic, and it's, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm hoping that this really, you know, are you guys ready to smoke in VR? I've always wanted to smoke in VR. <laughs> I mean, it looks, it looks good. It, yeah. it I, I, I love this, but. The, I guess my gripe, um, we'll go through some of the other games um, if we have time uh, during the segment, but uh, my, my only gripe is if I didn't already own a PSVR 2, there was nothing that I saw that would make me want to purchase a PSVR 2. I agree. And that's honestly, that's infuriating because I already bought in. Mm -hmm. Sony, I bought in already. You got my money. And like I, the way that this was, um, when this was announced that we were going to get the uh, showcase, it was announced as if there, there was going to be something huge that would be announced yeah. during the showcase pertaining to PSVR 2. Getting Beat Saber today, like drop, Shadow Could Drop you isn't stop? enough. You're letting that Queen song. <laughs> I like Queen. I like Queen. Stop me now. I like Look, Queen. I'm not having I will a good stop time. you now. I'm not I'm having, having a good time. time. I'm gonna... having a good time. Look, I am mad. <laughs> I'm going to rip my card. I'm angry. <laughs> I have my well, notes I mean, on that. I probably should have not done Half -Life that. Half-Life Alex it's looks fine. great. Oh, wait. That's, 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 not, that's there. not happening. It's not happening. So Five Nights at Freddy Help Wanted 2 is going to be on PSVR 2. The first one was VR. So uh -huh. the second one will be on PSVR 2. Not enough. <laughs> You're running out of stuff to throw wait. off this desk. You're, everything from here is glass or uh, expensive. That was so we my... Did, we yeah, did I look at, at a game. I don't know. It's Again, it didn't make me want to run out and buy a PSVR. But yeah. Synapse. 
Synapse did look pretty cool. It kind of it kind of looks yeah. like Returnal by way of uh, Super Hot, I guess. Like it's. You want to throw your glasses? <laughs> I don't want to throw his glass. <laughs> throw <it. laughs> you have to clean that up. I know. I'm not. No, I'm not doing <laughs> yeah. it. You break it, you buy it. <laughs> no. So we got like Synapse looks. It's it's. I had we seen this before. It had been kind of teased. Synapse, I, I feel like we have seen before, but it was a very minimal chunk before. It was like I I maybe unless I just you know. Mm -hmm predicted it and like imagined it in my brain months ago, but I remember seeing a little bit of Synapse before. Like, okay, let's let's talk bigger picture on the PSVR 2 stuff. Like we we, we talked about this in the pre-show, but it's it's at what, 600K right now for something yeah. that hasn't been sold in stores yet in America. Mm -hmm. um, not the greatest attach rate, but selling uh, percentage-wise faster than the original PSVR with more competition on the market. Cool, let's get the good news out of the way. The bad news is that I still don't know if this platform feels entirely supported by PlayStation. I can't believe you went to the I love your notes now, they're great. Well, I still have the other games on here that they showed. Yeah, they well, sold. There's, there's still no, like, where are the re there's rest of the first party studios? Absolutely, yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. No, why, we didn't get an Astrobot. We no. didn't get any, we didn't get a Wipeout. I feel like Wipeout would have been like a real easy one, just throw a collection. Do a, do a axe throwing range for Kratos, you know, like they Oh have. my goodness, yes. 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 Like, just give me something. I, I just made that up. Just do something. <laughs> <laughs> and the last game we got is Crossfire Sierra Squad. They can keep Crossfire. That's uh, Crossfire. Was, it doesn't have the best track record. It doesn't. Years. I don't know if it's yeah. the same. So why studio, not put it on PSVR like, it too? Be, it could be totally different, but I don't know. It didn't look super impressive to me. Mm -hmm. It looked kind of like any other VR yeah. uh, military shooter. Mm -hmm. So. Who knows? Like it could I mean, be that's the, that's the problem with like it, you know, PSVR right now is that it's sort of uh, it's it, you got to have stuff that's easily recognizable. Like it's a military yes. shooter, yeah. it's a zombie shooter, it's a horror game. Like you, you kind of have to sell people on that, but at the same time, it's not really personality. You know, like it's very yeah. it's yeah, kind of, it's like, kind of generic. Where, where's like, the super hot of PSVR two? You know I what know, I mean? Like yeah. like when super hot came out, it was super flashy. It was very mm -hmm. stylistic. Where it was is like the, the killer app. Right? Where is, like, I yes. hate that old, that's like an old marketing term, right? Yep. That, like some stuffy guy in a suit would come up and say, and be like, we've got a killer app for you. Yeah, th this is why this is why I'm so frustrated because, you know, we, we have Jim Ryan talking about this guy, we got the PlayStation handheld. That's a terrible Jim Ryan impression. Yeah, that was really good. But, you so, know, uh, like they're, they're announcing more hardware when we have hardware currently that doesn't seem to be, I mean, it's selling better than, than the, the first one. Right. But the 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 titles that we're that we're getting it's not impressive yeah and this is from yeah. someone that bought in i was talking so highly of it when it first released y'all know that oh, oh god yeah yeah, yeah. No, you were there I'm, I no, I that's just, a fair point. if you're not going to show something that's going to sell people on psvr then save this for a separate state of yes. play that's going to mm -hmm. target psvr exclusively totally. absolutely totally. Yep. okay but yeah speaking of new hardware something we got that uh we'd been hearing about for a while I can't believe this is real. I cannot believe this is real. Project Q yeah. is a dedicated mm -hmm. uh, it's controller with a screen on it. It's a Wii, it's a Wii U. <laughs> it's a DualSense with an 8-inch HD screen built into it's it. It's not a Steam Deck. It's a Wii U. Just let me put that out there. It's You have yeah. to have a PS5 locally or you know nearby. But it's a, it's, it's a, it's a portable system. It's a portable so system. So you can theoretically go to Starbucks and remote play into your PS5 at home to access games that you have installed. This is not a cloud streaming device. Sony is not really interested in cloud streaming their library of games mm -hmm. in the same way Xbox is. Uh, there are some games you have to cloud stream through PlayStation Plus, Premium, mm -hmm. Extra, mm -hmm. Unleaded, uh, specifically PS3 games, right? Yep. So I, this is kind of like, a, a, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm catching my, my words here a little bit. This is a baffling decision to me. Uh, I think that the idea of it looks like a fan mock-up. 
Which, uh, yeah, I'm no, into. I, like, I, I love how goofy this thing is. I love handhelds. I love PlayStation handhelds. This is not the, like, this is the monkey paw wish, right? Like, yeah. This is not, yeah. it's like, not. You didn't word your, you didn't word your wish properly? Yeah, not mm -hmm. like this. Like, <laughs> if they're going to do this, great, then let me pop an SD card into it and play the new God of War. Do you think right. it's, do you think it's something where maybe they add cloud gaming later? Do you think it's like, maybe like it comes out it's and it gets possible. better? Of that course. Is, that is yeah. entirely possible. We are kind of, you know, cart before the horse here. Also, I love those the headphones. Are, those are, yeah, they, those earbuds. Are they announced earbuds. Earbuds, too. They're not yeah. related. They're not, I mean, they're related to the same you know, family, but they're, th those are unrelated to the, we're not mad at the earbuds. We're mad at the handheld. Yeah, earbuds, you're cool. Your little case okay. is yeah. adorable as you come in. Yeah. Yeah. You're behind in that little house. so cute. Cool. It's this beautiful. Thing, I, we, we heard rumors about this thing, and I was like, I don't know about this. Seems kind of silly. And yeah. then I realized that Sony makes really silly things all the time. Yep. yep. Uh, so the, I guess they made this one too, and here it is. And so do you think there's a chance we might get that, that milding, that like, the heat melding? Where it morphs as you play no. it. Yeah. Yeah. Because we thought that was we thought that this? was fake just as much as this. Uh, you know, I mean, we weren't sure if it was a thing that was going to come into existence. You know what I want? I want this controller handheld Project Q thing, mm -hmm. uh, and I want to play regular PS5 games with it on the couch, but then have a full touchscreen in front of me. You know, bring yeah. that bring that whole thing back. Mm -hmm. huh. But also like. This this shouldn't exist because no. like, you have an iPhone. We don't you have. Uh, don't you people have phones? Um, there's <laughs> the like there's the backbone controller. They made official versions of it. There's there's you can, uh, you can Bluetooth a dual sense to your iPad or tablet and yeah, play my, like that. My question like, is. Who asked for this? I don't know. Who? Like, if, if <laughs> who Sony said, this? here's this thing we're doing, but also, like, we have this tremendous new emphasis on cloud gaming. Mm -hmm. Your entire PS5 library will be accessible via the cloud day and date. The same way, you know, like, but they didn't. They just said, oh, um, you can call your house. You can call your PS5 from anywhere with it. Like, it's just, what? <laughs> like, this is a, I, this is going, okay, so the, the DualSense Plus an HD screen. What are we predicting for this thing? 150, 200 bucks. Oh, Sony hasn't be, no. exactly been cheap. It's I'm low be, no. It's at least gonna be 250. I it's, think. No, 250 it's, it's, for a remote play. You don't it's think gonna so? be 400 bucks. 400 dollars. Oh, no. 400 bucks. You want to rip my car? Do you want to? Five thousand dollars? They can't. They get out of here. They can't. Calm down. No. Okay. No, it's. I, it's very, it's a very silly little machine. I don't know why they made it. I don't know who it's for. It's cute. I want to, I, I want to cool. buy the it just to though, break the it. Headphones are adorable. We love you, headphones. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. Break it. Sorry for raising our voices. Yeah. You're cool. The Your friend's got to go. You in the middle there. Cool. Yeah. Knock it off. Both came to the bar. One of you's got to leave. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay. This looks like a prank. It looks like they're going to announce a dual shock and then it moves and it's like, ha! There's a screen in the middle. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So to reiterate, I think that's just an iPad Mini too. I don't even think that's. I don't even think it's real. I think it's CG. That's yeah. so. If I can, <laughs> if I can use this for like as a like additional controller, obviously you probably can. Right. But like to give different features in different games in the future, that could be kind of a cool thing can to use. You, it. Can you use it as my TV? <laughs> so you hold it. Yes. You hold it, and I'll play. I'll get it. Do I'll Bluetooth a DualSense onto your Project Q? Then we can play on the roller it. coasters when we go to yeah, like all so those hold theme it up parks. Like this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. It'll perfect. be work. It'll be perfect. That'll be great. Um, no. See? Look, look at that. And then we can we can go half on it. Yes, okay. exactly. So I guess you could say we're we're uh, we have mixed feelings on the matter. <laughs> mixed feelings. <laughs> have they not been clear? They're, they're somewhere between bad and furious. I'm not sure. It's something like that. I have a lot of Project Qs about okay, this. You, <laughs> <laughs> We'll get to those in a minute. Uh, we got to take a quick break, but when we return, we'll be reviewing the PlayStation Showcase as a whole. It might be docket some points for that last thing they revealed, <laughs> but we're going to be checking in with you, the viewers, to hear what you thought. So stick around. We'll be right back after this. <laughs> 
we got just a few minutes left in the show today, so in classic IGN fashion, we figured we would give this showcase a score on the 10-point review scale. The game's one, not the movie's one, where we give everything a seven. Oh. Jada, let's start with you. What do you score in this can thing? I, can I take Brian's answer? What? A Q. A Q? A Q out of 10. Out of 10. You gotta bring that thing back up. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't need to talk about anything. Uh, I don't know. I guess I would give it, I'd probably give it a solid eight, maybe a nine out of 10. Um, like it was right there between the B and A quality. We got a lot of really cool new like indie stuff. Um, you know, I know you're going to, you were like Jones in for Revenant Hill. There was Ultros, which looked kind of creepy, but kind of weird. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of other stuff that looked really cool. Um, and we got Spider-Man today, so I'm happy. I'm very sad we didn't get Tilu, but we got Plucky Squire. That is my big one. Okay. That is my big one. Sorry. Plucky Squire, was that there. one with a little, you're like, you basically jump between Yeah, like surfaces. the, it's like the little, like the storybook character yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. Looks very cool. Looks, I'm really digging. That looks very cute. That's yeah. Cool. Akeem, what would you score this this showcase? Well, uh, it was it was at a solid uh, eight um, when I saw Metal Gear Solid, you know, Mm -hmm. um, and then when they revealed everything for PSVR 2, it dropped down to a 5. Whoa. And then it went back up to a, to a 9 when I saw Foam Stars. Foam Stars. Yeah. What? Yes. I am all in on Foam Stars. Look, I've always wanted to get into Splatoon. Oh, right. Okay. But I have a PlayStation. I don't know okay. if you're joking or not. I no, am not joking. Time? I have a PlayStation. Oh, I can't. I guess I can't get into Splatoon. What? What is there? Is there a Splatoon like on this console? No, there yeah. isn't. And then out of nowhere... PlayStation <laughs> blessed us with foam stars. Okay. There's also ramen on uh, Steam. I don't care about food. I care about foam. <laughs> all right, soap and water is what I care about That's the most. Favorite thing. Some, I think some of the foam is food. I think they've got champagne guns in there. Okay, all and right. See, it looks like Splatoon what? broke into their parents' liquor cabinet and got into the sparkling rosé a little bit. <laughs> yes. And they just grew up. Turn on the Persona soundtracks. I mean, they don't have to show it. Yeah, this. This. It's not necessary. Okay. This is beautiful. Okay, what do you so mean? They're in like a street. We got a Q out of 10. You got a foam out of 10. Foam out of 10. What are we talking about? Nobody wants to play foamsters. I want to <laughs> I'm going to play with all three of you, please. I'll play Foam Stars Thank with you. Thank you. Yes. Call it Foam Stars, please. Foam Stars. Right. Foam Stars. I think, <laughs> I mean, I this think they're really foaming it in. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, what, what, did you, what, did you, what are you going to score this thing? I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. And it, yeah, because you know what? I had an eight out of ten when we were talking in, in, in the break, and then we the, then it keep made me look at foam stars again. <laughs> so, so, no, um, there's there's so Spider Man did a lot of heavy lifting he in this. Did. Very I, strong. He usually does. Costume makes him even stronger. I know he can lift up huge things. Um, but there's a lot of uncertainty still in the future of like what Sony's first party studios are working on. Like we we didn't see anything from Naughty Dog. That yeah. we, we joked about getting concept art number three yeah. for The Last of Us multiplayer. We didn't even get that. Yeah. Uh, we didn't get anything from uh, Bend. We don't know what they're working on post you know Days Gone, which wrapped what half a decade ago at this point. Mm -hmm. um, and so I want to know I want to know what's next from those studios. That said, there was a lot of really cool indies there. I really yeah. like the way the presentation flowed. Um, yeah. We didn't get that uh, kind of annoying. Uh, sh uh, state of play where like, it's like coming up next we've got race cars I hope you guys like race cars they've got like, wheels this time yeah wheels can go faster than ever and Gran Turismo coming <laughs> spinning in the theaters I was like get rid of that so the fact that they just like Jim Ryan came out and he's like guess what we got a bunch of crap I paid for here you go <laughs> <laughs> and you got to see it and at the end he's like we're all about innovation I guess and here's Spider-Man so cool Awesome presentation in terms of uh, pacing, uh, in terms of content. I wanted a little more from the first party stuff, but getting like 10 minutes of Spider-Man at the end, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I want to, you know, it's easy to poke fun and be like, oh, they didn't show Bloodborne 2 or 3, neither of which exist. But, uh, you know, we did get an hour and change of, of new stuff to look at. And it's, mm -hmm. you know, 
Uh, a good chunk of that is in the foreseeable future. Maybe it didn't have release dates, but like that's still, it's if, if some of that stuff lands this year, yeah. that's you know a good problem to have. Jada, you've been, you've been tracking the community over there. What, yes. what did they make of this So uh, I had the community grade from S to C. And the community at 31%, it's switched since I last told you guys. It is now an S. Oh. The community S-tier. in chat right Spider-Man. now with 22,400 votes, 31% of those. So that's like 7,000 roughly. Spider-Man came to um, screen at the end. I think S. the score went up a lot. when It probably did. It was originally at an A. A is right there at second place with 29%. And then B and C are tied even 20%. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I guess the people got what they wanted. Well, I mean, it kind of so. makes sense that, uh, I, I, although I think the, the audience, they might be a little bit confused because S is actually a tier and not a grade. It, I mean, it's, A it, is it's, actually a grade. Well, okay. Like you didn't get the secret uh, best grade. S, S is for Sony. S, if you S beat, is for if Sony. If you beat the crap out of your teacher, you get an S. I get an S? S tier. Yeah. It's S tier. All right. I got to go back to school. We're a video game establishment. So we got to include those video game grades. Okay. You know. Okay. So the Spider-Man, S is for Spider-Man. S is for Spider-Man. Okay. Spider-Man, mm-hmm. Sony. It's for Splint. Sonic. What Superman. Would you, what would you give it on, on the on the letter scale? Would it be an F for Foamsters? <laughs> <laughs> I would actually. I would actually give it an F. Ryan, I gotta you gotta stop talking about the foam. It's not it's not time for that. I know I wasn't talking about the foam. He talking about the foam. He made us look at the foam again. The foam okay. was amazing. The foam yeah, the was pro- great. The, the problem with Very the foam is, is it might look like Splatoon, but it's too new and innovative. It's too much innovation. Yes. I like when things it's as innovative as the, the telephone. The same the same, but different. The same, but I, I remember them, but they look better. We got some remakes. I hope you guys let me play yes. Foamsters with you, because otherwise I'll get FOMO. <laughs> <laughs> did the, um, did the, the, the folks watching it, what did the, <laughs> those rabble rousers have to say about the, the so, remakes? The sort of Foamster was a great remake of Splatoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean rip off? I'm sorry, I love foam stars. Yeah, so foaming at the mouth over there. Uh, no, so we got we got Metal Gear Delta, we got yeah. Marathon, which is a, the same name as the thing, but it could mm-hmm. be a totally new thing, who knows? And then of course there's RE4 VR, which is sort of yeah. simultaneously a remake and then a remake of a remake in a new format. Which I is, had guessed three remakes going into the show. You so did. I win. You what did win. Five. Yeah, we well, did. What over have and we under. knew about? So I mean, I guess they still showed it off though. Yeah. So I, yeah. Mm. Still. Three, yeah. three in there. Okay. Yeah. And we got a lot of new IP I mean, as well. Well, technically, if we get count all three Metal Gears that are getting like remastered, remade, that's three plus the other two. That makes five. Are those remastered? Are they getting remakes? remastered? I don't know. We, they didn't say. Remakes. Wait, wait, wait. You say you don't know. You don't get the points. I get, you know what? No, I, no, no, we, no, no, no. I make the rules on this show. I know. You remade the rules. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm, ho- I'm hoping those are good. I would love to be like, oh, it, they already, they already, you know, ported the Metal Gear games once. It'll be totally fine. But they also did the Silent Hill 2 where they removed the fog. They just yeah, were yeah. like, it's fine. We, oh yeah. We came in. It's like that, that you know, the the Mona Lisa or not the Mona, the, the painting where they screw it up and the lady redraws it. And it's just like, oh, what did you draw? I don't know. Not great. <laughs> You'll be able to create the Foma Lisa. Foma Lisa. <laughs> I'm sending you foam after this. <laughs> Parents are gonna get a phone call. There you go, uh, Max. You got it. <laughs> no, I'm. Uh, I'm really excited about the Metal Gear thing. That did a lot for me. You know, just getting yeah, to talk about no, that. It was, it's it's just, awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm excited, and I, th- I think I said earlier that I said Metal Gear 3. I played it on PSP. I played it on my Vita. Okay. That's what I was. Mix- that's what I was mixing up because it was a PS2 yeah. game, and I kind of so bounced off the what PS2. What you did version. was called transferring. It yeah. was a very cutting edge thing that Hideo Kojima invented at the time, and the new Project Q was gonna be great for transferring. Yeah, you'll be able to play go, it there. Yeah, when you want to go play at home, you want to play at Starbucks, you could take it with you wherever you go. That, whole, that was the whole idea of like, oh, you can play the game on Vita and on your TV. And it was like, mm-hmm. the, I mean, the Vita was sort of playing with remote play. But it was yeah. also a handheld you could take wherever you wanted and do whatever you wanted it with. It had its own library of games. Yeah, I don't know. 
That's a good formula. Yeah. Wow. Even wow. Jada's getting in on the foam action. I'm wow. good. This is, I started good a thing. formula. Oh my God. That was, I okay. did I not started a thing. That. This is great. Well. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. I don't even know how to come out of that. that was, <laughs> so there's one, there's one game that was at the very top that we didn't get a chance to talk about that yeah. I'm, I'm kind of curious about. And I, I keep forgetting the name of it. It's uh, the one I keep wanting. Fair games? Yes. Foam games. Fair games? Foam oh, games. Fair, fair games. This is the one that we were watching. We were like, oh, it's hyenas. It's totally hyenas. It's definitely it did hyenas. It look like hyenas. And it looks so much like the game that the... Um, Sega, I believe? Yeah, it's Sega's published. It's like a sort of PvE, Battle Royale, heisty type it's thing. It's like PvP, BVE. Yeah. You basically... Yeah. In that one, you're breaking into billionaires like... Uh, space colonies and stealing... Stealing Sonic Stealing merch Sonic merch. And yeah. this one was like very, very similar, but you're just stealing from billionaires' houses on land or something. Like, the whole thing was... It was... It was, and it, again, it's not like a particularly generic aesthetic. Like it has a certain amount of distinct flair to it, but I was like shocked at how much it was just like, oh, this is, this is a different thing. So fair games, I think that's, I, I read somewhere that I think that's, that's Jade Raymond's studio. Uh, but yeah, I'm kind of whatever on that. I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm yeah. curious. I, I actually do have a comment from Daniel Man um, about the, the Metal Gear stuff. It was transforming for an experience. Uh, even the chat's getting in the on it. The chat this? is getting in on it. Right. Chat is, on this. Chat this is, is unbelievable. Thank you, Thank you chat. chat. Thank wow. you, Daniel Mann. Okay, that's an, okay. That's I think that's enough. Also, I that. just I just got to say I'm glad that we're all uh, bought in on or sold on Snake Eater, even mm -hmm. though uh, Kojima's not uh, tied to it at all. I didn't say I was sold on. I said I was excited. I'm not, oh. you know, I'll, really. I'll wait guys, and see. Okay. Guys, we know. didn't get an infamous. What? All right, that's enough. You mean the video all game? Right. Yeah, the game. You're all on timeout. Okay. We didn't even get to see what FoamSoft is working okay. on. Okay, <laughs> all right. We've talked a lot about Metal Gear Solid Delta and Foam Stars. We're not done talking about Metal Gear Solid. Our very own Simon Carty took the time to zoom in and examine all the little details he could find in the reveal trailer. So let's take a look at what he found. Even though the trailer for Konami's remake of Metal Gear Solid 3 is just over two minutes long, it's packed with easter eggs and nods to the original game if you look hard enough. Some of them may be blink and you'll miss it moments, but don't worry, we're here to help you spot them all. These are 11 details you may have missed when watching the trailer. One of the coolest details was just under a minute into the trailer, when the green parrot, more on that later, is seen swooping above the canopy of the forest, a dead frog in its claws. But it's what's in the distance that's interesting, because when lightning lights up the sky it's possible to make out the shape of the Shagohod, which if you look close enough is being airlifted by several Mi-24 Hind helicopters. This is a direct reference to what happens in the game, as Volgin readies the Shagohod to take over the USSR. Shagohod. While it's too far away to see in any detail in the trailer, we'll definitely be getting much more up close and personal with it in the Metal Gear Solid 3 remake. The green parrot that has more airtime in the trailer than Snake himself has to be the feathered friend of Ancient Sniper, The End. Anyone who played Snake Eater will remember how the parrot acted as The End spotter, waking him when Snake approaches. Some days, you just have to feed on a tree frog, and the parrot appears to agree, clutching a tree frog which it carries through the dark sky before landing on a floating log in the middle of a lake. Moments later, a huge snake bursts from the water and snaps at the parrot, which narrowly escapes, minus a few feathers. Ooh. 
just as the snake pounces on the parrot, it is attacked by an Indian gavial, which, if you remembered, can be captured and eaten in Metal Gear Solid 3. It's hard to make out in the trailer, but a screenshot released alongside the announcement gives us a better look at the croc and its pointy snout. It's also the basis for one of the most amusing cosmetics in the game, the crocodile cap which when worn in the water can trick enemies into thinking you're a deadly animal instead of just the world's deadliest man. Going back to the bosses of Metal Gear Solid 3, there's a dead poison dart frog early on in the trailer, which can be found in game and actually help you in the fight against the fear, a member of the boss's Cobra unit who poisons Snake with a venom-coated crossbow bolt. That bolt is coated in the venom of the Brazilian wandering spider. Soon, the most exquisite pain will engulf your entire body. During the battle, Snake is able to drop poison food like the Dart Frog, which the fear will eat if he runs low on stamina. This in turn poisons him, which makes him vomit moments later, seriously depleting his stamina further still. The entire trailer is one extended sequence of the food cycle. Small ants eat into a frog, which then gets picked up by a bird, which then gets attacked by a large snake, which then gets into a fight with a big crocodile. All of it leads to the reveal of the pointy top of that food chain, Naked Snake. The visualization of the food chain and the wilds of nature is a recurring motif in the Metal Gear series, something we saw in Metal Gear Solid 4 as a snake is seen eating a guinea pig in the opening of Act 2. Metal Gear Solid 3 also made this metaphor a gameplay feature as snake is forced to hunt and cook his own food while out in the wilds. Can't even eat a snake during a mission, huh? I wouldn't mind eating you. Digging a little deeper into the different animals on the screen, however, you'll find that each creature is a nod to something from the original Metal Gear Solid 3. For example, the first animal is a line of ants marching towards their food. If you listen to every codec conversation in the original Metal Gear 3, you might remember hearing movie buff Paramedic talk about the movie Them, a movie that is all about ants and not small ones either. The ants were so big that they filled up the entire screen. The whole movie theater was screaming. Hmm, an ant that big could make a good meal. As the camera zooms through mangroves and pans in on Snake, the light shines through the trees in a way that is reminiscent of Ponizovye South, one of the coolest areas in Metal Gear Solid 3. Set along a winding river, Snake must ford a river while avoiding GRU soldiers buzzing through the skies on flying platforms. He can do this by ducking under the water's surface or eventually finding rocks and boats to hide behind. Wading through the river and its trees was a highlight of Metal Gear Solid 3's level design and represented creator Hideo Kojima's vision of wanting the player to feel like they were traversing a real forest. The river and trees from Ponizovye South is just one of the familiar locations in the trailer. Earlier, the green parrot flies through an electrified fence, similar to the ones that guard the Bolshaya Pass South area. While the teaser is purely cinematic, it's a good indication of what real areas in the game could look like in this remake. The four screenshots that accompanied the trailer give us a better look at these areas as well, including one where a backpack is hanging from a tree, which most will remember from the beginning of the original game, when Snake has to retrieve his belongings after Halo jumping behind enemy lines. I see you've retrieved your backpack, Snake. 
even though it's dark and Snake is caked in mud, you can just about make out the uniform he's wearing, which is the tiger stripe camo you begin the game with. Of course, one of Metal Gear Solid 3's most interesting features was the ability to unlock and switch camos to suit your environment, or wear totally inappropriate attire like the tuxedo. Looks pretty good on me, doesn't it? Are you out of your mind? You can't wear that in battle. And we hope everything, no matter how silly it is, makes its way into the remake. The title for the remake won't be Metal Gear Solid 3, however. Konami is calling it Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater. It's unclear exactly why Konami chose to subtitle the remake with Delta. It's the fourth letter in the Greek alphabet, which doesn't make much sense as it's a remake of the third game in the Metal Gear Solid line, and a fifth game overall in the Metal Gear franchise. The title could be a reference to the United States Delta Force, a counter-terrorism unit famous for its covert enemy operations, which lines up nicely with the plot of the game but also applies to all of the games in the series. Also, Metal Gear character Roy Campbell is famously a former Delta Force member, but he doesn't appear in Metal Gear Solid 3. Hopefully Konami explains the reasoning behind this new subtitle, but even if it's just there to sound cool, that's part of the Metal Gear ethos too, so it kinda works. Oh, and one other cool detail about the Delta logo. When it disperses, the leaves turn white and then red, which is a nod to the final battle in the game, which we won't spoil here just in case you're going in fresh. But let me tell you now, it's a good one. The teaser ends with a brief snippet of Metal Gear Solid 3's famous theme, Snake Eater, originally performed by Cynthia Harrell. What a thrill With darkness and silence through the night We'll have to hear the full thing to make a judgement call, but the theme does sound remastered. It's potentially a new version of the song recorded for the remake. This was something that was teased earlier this year when Donna Burke posted a photo of herself holding a folder titled Snake Eater. Burke, it should be said, is a singer who has done numerous songs for the Metal Gear series, including Heaven's Divide from Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker and Sins of the Father from Metal Gear Solid V The Phantom Pain. That's everything we saw in the debut teaser for the Metal Gear Solid 3 Remake. Check out IGN's original review of Metal Gear Solid 3 for our thoughts on Hideo Kojima's magnum opus. And stay with IGN as we dive deep even further into the Metal Gear Remake. And that's about it for us. Thank you all so much for joining me, hanging out, talking about PlayStation. Behaving yourselves mostly it's, here and there. So we, did much fun. we did it. Good. We yeah, it was a great. It was a very, yeah. very informal show. Yeah. Uh, and of course, thank you to everybody watching at home for watching and listening. Uh, IGN Summer of Gaming is only just getting started. All through the month of June, we're going to be covering the big gaming events that are going on. Summer Game Fest is June 8th. The Xbox Showcase and Starfield Direct are June 11th. And Ubisoft Forward is June 12th. We will have pre and post shows for all those. And there's other stuff going on besides that. Check out IGN.com for a full schedule. And if you want more PlayStation talk with <laughs> these people. Uh, we do that every wow. single week. Check out Podcast Beyond on IGN, YouTube, and your favorite podcast platforms. And on that note, Beyond. We'll beyond. See you next time. Beyond. 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 See you in Foamsters. Okay. Foamsters. 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 Hey folks, I'm Yen. And I'm Nat. And we're the hosts of Comic Sans, the podcast about comics for those who are sans knowledge. Comic Sans is a show for people who know nothing about comics, like me. And people who love them, like me, and want to learn more about them. 
What makes you an authority on comic books? I read them, write them, live them, breathe them. What makes you the authority on knowing nothing? Honestly, Yen, two seasons in, I actually know a little more than I used to. You're welcome. You know, the reason for that is that every episode, I make Nat read one of my favorite comics, like Daredevil Saga or This One Summer. And then he tells me what makes that comic so special. And then I hear what Nat thinks, and I try to avoid a pulmonary embolism. While I actively try to give him one. You can listen to the second season of Comic Sans now. With new episodes every two weeks. Wherever you get your podcasts. You know, Yen, I think I know so much about comics now that this might have to be our last season. Nat, there will forever be more comic than you will ever know. What does that even mean? I don't know. It sounds profound, though. Right?